Hey, I'm Chris Paris, Chief Investment Officer at Oak Harvest Financial Group. First off, the team at Oak Harvest appreciates your support and you tuning into our YouTube channel. If you like our content, please refer us to your friends and family. This week's podcast title is an ode to the phrase every parent loathes to hear from their children on the way to a great family vacation trip. What are those words? Are we there yet? Unfortunately, unlike the 1970s and 1980s, when parents used a AAA roadmap triptych, or more recently, since mobile phones became supercomputers and we use Google Maps or Waze to navigate directions, there is no definite, no one precise, and no one accurate roadmap when navigating financial market short-term. We released our first half 2022 outlook on December 3rd under the title, Curb Your Enthusiasm Yields to a Bull Market Buy. It can be found on our website at oakharvestfg.com or in video format on our YouTube channel. Check it out, and we hope you become a subscriber to our content. The summary of our outlook is that our team expected our first correction of minus 10% in the cash S&P 500 in the early to mid first quarter of 2022, round tripping much of the fourth quarter gains of 2021, and giving up all of the Santa Claus rally that we were forecasting for the second half of December. Well, viewers, if you were perfect and no one is, that's what happened. I mean, perfect, like selling the exact intraday top on January 4th and buying the exact intraday low on January 24th, you avoided losses of minus 12.4% in the S&P 500. Okay, you're not perfect trading intraday. You aren't that precise of a trader moving most of all of your money in and out of the markets. You aren't that character acts on the Showtime Billion Show about hedge funds. You mean it's the real world and you're human like the rest of us. And only, please note the sarcasm here, you only sold the end of the day closing high and bought everything back at the closing day low. Well, if you are that good, and no one is, you avoided a minus 9.2% decline. Viewers, in my opinion, no one, I repeat, no one, is both accurate and precise enough to do either of those things. Get out of the top and get back in at the bottom. So I know that the question for those investors watching what are supposed to be investments in long-term investment portfolios, but are watching them on a monthly, weekly, or even daily basis, that question, are we there yet? Last Monday, January 25th, during the rapid January downturn, we released a special video updated on YouTube. Why? Because one, we knew that even though we'd been foreshadowing this kind of market decline in the first quarter of the year, investor anxiety was getting very high. And two, many of the indicators that were flashing warning signals to our team back in early November of last year for the first quarter of this year, were now beginning to flip back the other way and say short-term, the sell-off was overdone. I'll walk you through a couple of these indicators we've discussed in the past here in a minute. But before I do, I wanna remind viewers this. One, no indicator is perfect. Two, no one will get you in at the bottom and out of the top. And three, even though the data is saying much of the short-term damage has now been done, I remind viewers that our team still expects most of 2022 to be highly volatile and choppy. With forward volatility markets priced the way they currently are, we're talking about 90 to 110 intraday point swings in the S&P 500, both up and down. They're likely for quite some time. If you're a true longer term investor, it's probably best not to watch. If you're a day trader, well, welcome to paradise for a while. 2022 should remain 
materially different than 2020 and 2021. We expect very high volatility to remain throughout the first few quarters. The key word here is quarters of volatility, not just a few days in a row like 2021 or a few weeks in a row like 2020. And it's definitely not a year of no volatility like 2017. It's likely to continue to look a lot like 2010 and 2018, both Federal Reserve tightening years and both second year, first term presidential years, which I remind investors set up the market for a continuation of the bull market late in the year and into 2011 and 2019. The first few data series that we wanted to review was one, investor sentiment. These charts were produced by Merrill Lynch and Strategis. Viewers, we know that human behavior in the stock market is consistent. Many investors, both big professional ones and smaller retail investors, now seem to operate under the same behavioral financial model. That model, the Gordon Gecko model in Wall Street. Greed is good. Everyone seems to be a momentum investor. They buy greedily when things have been green for a long time, and they sell fearfully when things are red. One of my old bosses kept it simple as this. Green is good, red is bad. Well, viewers, you want to know where he is now? He's out of business and his shop is closed because he got over his skis at the wrong time and then had to sell when things were bad. At positive extremes in sentiment and greed, like we were having in the fourth quarter, one should rein in their desire and their greed and go slow and wait for better times to invest incremental dollars. Contrary to fourth quarter 2021, right now, sentiment gauges are showing individual investors are no longer bullish. Of course they aren't. The S&P 500 market price went down 12.5% peak to trough in five weeks. They are now negative. We've discussed this as a contrary indicator many times in the past. This is beginning to lean bullish for the market. Here's the AAII bullish sentiment chart, and it's below 21, which places it near the COVID pandemic lows. The Christmas Eve bottom in 2018 and at or near almost every other significant market low and buying opportunity the last 10 years. Readings below 25 have been strong buying opportunities this cycle. On the flip side, investor bearishness is now over 47%, placing it near the September 2020 election lows. This is also bullish. Readings over 50% have been the golden ticket signaling buy and mold levels this cycle. A third sentiment indicator is the daily put call ratio. This is a measure of how many investors are buying puts, which provide downside insurance against big moves lower compared to how many investors are buying call options to speculate on upside moves higher. This ratio reached its panic level of over 95% a week ago. The final chart I wanna share with you is one of my favorite subjects. It's the subject of volatility. Here's the chart of the volatility curve. The lower chart is the shape of the curve on November 5th, when we first started messaging about a likely sloppy first quarter and potential minus 10% correction in 2022. See the picture? It's very steep in projection. Those of you who remember math will say it's a steep positive slope. In layman's terms, this chart is showing you a graphical representation of the cost of insuring your portfolio against rapid moves in the overall market, usually rapid moves down. Back in November, spot volatility, as measured by the VIX, was about 18. However, it cost you almost 25 to insure your portfolio out through the first quarter of 2022. So insurance basically cost you a 55% premium for four to six months versus the spot market. Those insurance salespeople must be reading from Edgar Allan Poe's Something Wicked This Way Come, as they were pricing in 
a 9 to 12% downside move in the markets. So fast forward to late January, and the stock markets had declined by over 10% on into January 25th, which is when the top line on this chart was drawn. On January 25th, it was almost 15% cheaper to buy longer-term insurance for three to eight months versus panicking and buying short-term policy to hedge yourself against an event that was at your front door or already in the rearview mirror. That makes no economic sense, and it reeks of desperation, margin calls, or other emotional-driven decisions. Many of these recent sharp moves lower were being magnified by computer algorithms and many shorter-term traders whose goals and objectives are not in alignment with longer-term investors and their saving for retirement. Terms like delta hedging and negative gamma are common in the circle of traders who magnified January's large move down. Longer-term investors should be getting their shopping list ready when these events transpire. These pricing abnormalities almost always come near shorter-term market lows. Do they come at the lows? No one ever knows until after the fact. They generally do not last very long because there are always a lot of insurance salespeople who want to sell you policies at much higher market rates after the natural disaster has already passed. While we expect the next few quarters to remain volatile, the team here thinks this too shall pass, and the overall S&P 500 remains in a bull market that should resume its upward path later in the year. With the continued high realized volatility that we expect through the first half of the year, the investment team at Oak Harvest recommends that you get on the phone and give our Oak Harvest team a call and ask to speak to one of our financial advisors and planners. Set up a meeting and sit down with one of our advisors and let our team craft an individual financial plan and long-term investment allocation that meets your financial and retirement needs first, and your greed second. Give us a call here at 877-896-0040 and give our team a chance to help you into and through your retirement years, whether the stock market volatility is elevated as it is right now around 27 or 28, or whether it's depressed below 10, like 2017. The entire Oak Harvest team is here to help you navigate into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris and you guys have a great weekend. All content contained within Oak Harvest Podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results.